As we talk about systems, I'm a firm believer that we need systems in every area of our lives, even in our health and wellness. How many of us have started and stopped a gazillion times with working out or eating healthy? I know I'm not the only one. Today's guest is familiar with that treacherous stop and go life and she also knows what it's like to kiss that cycle goodbye. She's lost over 100 pounds over the course of her health journey while raising three girls, being married, and having a life to live. Yowza! You do not want to miss this episode. Check it out. You've just tuned into the Brittany Smith Podcast, where we care and share with a whole lot of flair on all things business, branding, raising babies, and everything in between. Because let's face it, being a busy lady is a whole situation, especially when you've got big dreams and you're brilliant at what you do. We're going to get right over here, okay? On this show, we'll talk about building an excellent, sustainable, and profitable brand, raising babies while raising your empire, the power of faith while we flex our hustle muscles, and girl, finding our true rhythm in the midst of all the hats that we wear. Oh, yes, we are creating our most authentic lives over here. I am so glad you showed up today. Here's to you, sis. Let's get it. Hey, mamas. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Brittany Smith Podcast. As you know, we are talking to all the mamas out there who have multifaceted lives. You're wearing multiple hats. You have a business, you have babies, you have a marriage, you have ministry, you have all these different things going on. And so we are talking to you today. Um, And, you know, one of the things that we always come back to in every episode, it seems, is self-care, taking care of yourself. Because if there is no you, there is no all the other things that you're involved in, right? So your family would fall apart if you were not taking care of yourself. So today we have a friend of mine. Her name is Dee Bolton. She is a um, fitness, wellness coach, trainer extraordinaire. Anytime someone says, I'm looking for a trainer, I'm always tagging her um, and pointing people to her because she is excellent at what she does. She has an amazing story. She is just like all of us who wear multiple hats. um, And at some point in her life, she had to take control of her life and taking care of herself. And so she's going to tell you a little bit about her story um, and how, look, watch, we are tying this together because remember it's September. It's systems month. Systems are always going to be needed and necessary in our lives and not just in our business. So we're going to talk about the system of wellness and how we can incorporate those things into our busy lives. So Dee, thank you so, so much for joining us on the show today. Introduce yourself and tell them who you are and what you do. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here and just share. I have been a mommypreneur for over 17 years. So um, it's really cool to be able to encourage other mother entrepreneurs um, like myself and just give some tips that I can help. So thank you so much. Um, So a little bit about me. My name is Dee, as Brittany said. I'm a mom of three girls. Um, I like to call them three divas. They're ages 17, 13, and seven. I am the wife to my best friend. He's a basketball coach and trainer, um, Coach Ed. And together, we actually help other people reclaim their temple. Um, My journey, about seven years ago, I was underweight spiritually and overweight physically. And so I was over 100 pounds um, physically in weight. And I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. My youngest daughter at the time was about eight months old. And I just knew that the lifestyle that I was living wasn't gonna sustain me to take care of my children, continue on my businesses and just to 
live a healthier lifestyle. So I went on um, a 30-day fast, um, one of those ones that you can purchase a kit. And at the end of those 30 days, you can be absolutely fixed. But in my case, I wasn't. (laughs) And I'm sure some of you have had the same results. But during that 30 days, I took it to another level. I took it to God. And I took that 30-day fast, that um, nutritional cleansing system, and I prayed every day. And I went to the the Lord, and I went to the Bible um, for direction and guidance and encouragement and motivation. And through that, I really became convicted to honor my temple. And my business at the time, I was a professional organizer, and my life literally changed. I went on my weight loss journey. I lost 100 pounds. I got a degree in fitness and exercise science. I became a certified wellness advisor, among other things. And now I am able to help women reclaim their temple and glorify God through living a healthier lifestyle. And so I'm really excited that you brought me here. Just my story has brought me here to encourage people and give them freedom, not just from Um, their health, but just for their businesses as well. So um, systems, that is how I thrive, not only in business, but that's how I also thrive um, in my wellness as well. Um, And I feel like for me, once I figure out the system, that's when things start clicking for me. And it's just how I really work well together. So whether it's my business saying like Mondays, I do my messages or Tuesdays, I do my video content. I have systems put in place so that When all else fails, I know where to go to. I have a rhythm, a routine, uh, and something planned and prepared. And that's exactly what you need in your wellness. You need to prepare, you need to plan. Um, Eventually it becomes a routine because it becomes a habit. And um, in order to replace a habit, you have to replace it with something you like. And so with wellness, it's really a big gamut. And when immediately when I say exercise, people think either treadmill, or lifting weights. Yep. Um, but there are so many other ways to move your body um, that frees your body. So there's other ways that you can move. And then when I talk about eating well, people first think salads yep. and salmon <laughs> or chicken and broccoli. Right. <laughs> it depends. Um, and that's also not the case as well. My family, we eat, um, we did come from a drive through junkie lifestyle or a heat and eat, which is what I like to call it. So, you know, we'd have Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast, Wendy's for lunch and Taco Bell for dinner. Or if we weren't having those three meals, we were p- ripping open a bag from the freezer, putting it in the skillet or putting it in the microwave, turning it on and it was ready in 10 to 15 minutes. So that had to change in my house first um, before my body changed, before my mind changed, before my emotions changed, because our our second brain is in our gut. So creating that system to nourish my second brain well was the first thing I needed to do. And I had to eliminate the old system of stopping at every drive-through place on my way from here and there and everywhere. So so can I just, can I just, cause like you are, you are sweet. You are looking beautiful, but you are stomping on my head right now. Ladies, I don't know about you, but um, Dee is describing pieces of my life, right? Like she's describing, you know, the the heat and eat. Like that is a real, a real thing. Um, the, you know what? I don't feel like cooking. Let's go through all the drive-throughs today, right? And and so um, you you really hit on a lot of stuff. And I'm like, oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. So let's let's kind of pause real quick. I want to jump all the way back to the fact that you and your family are encouraging other families to be healthy. Like this life change, because mamas, we set the temperature in our house 
this life change took over the whole household. Right. right. And so now you got your kids eating healthy. You've got your kids. I've seen the, the, you know, the videos of them in the pictures of them in the gym with you and them working out as well. You know, the fact that you and your husband are doing it together like that is that is something to be applauded. If I had like an applause button, I would like <laughs> I would hit it right now because that is a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. And ladies, what I want you to hear is that she literally is running her business and doing this. It's really a business and ministry from a place of her own experience. You know, so when she's yelling at you to give me 50 more pushups, it's, it's coming from a place of I've been where you are. And so even as she starts to get into how she put these systems in place, um, I really want you to lean in because she's speaking from a place of experience. She's speaking from a place in a place of care, right? She knows what it's like to have a hundred extra pounds on her body. But she knows what it's like to be in our position. Um, many of us feel we know we need to do better with eating. We know we need to do better with having a healthy household. We know that, you know, the current weight that we're at is not a healthy weight for where we are. And, and many of us are struggling just for the simple fact that I don't know where I'm going to fit in or how I'm, I don't know how I'm going to start this change. You know, like she said, when I think healthy eating, I think salad. I think none of the stuff that you like to eat, you got to eat beets every day. You got to eat raw kale with no seasoning. Like (laughs) that's, I think when I think eating healthy, I think punishment, Mm. you know, and even with exercise, like I've been an athlete for most of my life. So for me, the exercise is not even the main challenge. It is the eating part. And and you can't um, out exercise a bad diet is what I've heard time and time again. Right. So it's, it's, I want y'all to know, I just need y'all to hear that you're not alone in this. And, um, and like I said, D is going to D. I want you to talk about the challenge. Like once you had your mind made up and you were sick and tired of, of being sick and tired, talk about the transition into the habits and the space that you're in now. Like, what was that like? Definitely. So like I was saying, systems is what I thrive from. So, um, it was hard because I was literally, changing everything that I knew. Like I grew up eating fast food. I grew up eating convenience food. My, yes, my mom did cook meals, but she didn't often want to cook meals. Like that was the case. Um, also, I had come out of college and we all know when we go to college, that's when our real, our true bad habits, convenience is key in college, right? And so I'm coming from college, starting my family and still taking up all these bad habits. So I had to change them. I had to change them, like I said, for habits that I enjoy more. And that's the only way that we can do things. So I went to the word for direction and my conviction became more than just losing weight. It became, I want to honor my temple, the one gift that I got for the rest of my life. So once I said that, it took a time limit off of it because this is something that I'm doing from today till I die. So there wasn't a need for a 30-day fix. There wasn't a need for a 90-day fix. It was just a need to fix. And I could take my time and I could change things one step at a time. My, my, my. So really what you're saying is we need to extend grace to ourselves. Yes. is what I'm hearing. Be nice to yourself. Um, Because, you know, mamas, we can be perfectionists. We can be, um, you know, I don't know if you're like me, that type A personality where it's like, it has to be this way and this amount of time. I love the, the part of the story we talk about that 30 day fast. You know, it's like in 30 days, it's going to be fixed. I'm going to be snatched and I'll be, you know, be the way that I'm supposed to be. And it it doesn't work like that. Anything worth having and worth keeping is work. 
And in order for it to be sustainable, it's consistency, mm-hmm. not convenience. That gets you there. Yeah, exactly. I love Hashtag that. consistency, not convenience. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it is. And I was yeah. telling someone yesterday, the thing, the goal that some people set, you have to make some sacrifices to get there. And you might have to do the uncomfortable things to get there. And just to figure out what you like, it becomes, it's uncomfortable at first. Meal prepping, uh, if you would have told me that I was going to be a meal prepper years ago, I would have told you were a lie because it was overwhelming. Again, type A personality, wanted it all per- perfect. It took me like two and a half hours. I think we ate the first two meals and then I ended up throwing the rest of the way because by Wednesday, Thursday, we didn't want to eat that crap anymore. And so, you know, it just became really defeating. But then how do you eat an elephant? You take it bite by bite. And that's how you have to do this. Like I, I and for everybody, we all have our, our things that we fail at. Like for me, it was both the food and the exercise. I came from a household where my parents used exercise as a form of punishment. So we never got whooped or we never got punished. We would do wall sits or planks or run until my dad said, stop. So I, I still hate running. Like running is something I'm still working on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm coming from this mindset. So that's where you have to start. That's where I'm trying to get to is mind. And that's what I teach everyone that I work with. You have to speak life and the things that you seek, you have to say the things that you seek till you see what you say. Yes. That's yeah. something that you have to do. And you have to start with speaking life. And even in my classes, if you're in my class, I will never yell at you and tell you to give me 50 more, <laughs> but I will tell you, tell yourself that you can do 50 more. And that's your halfway there because that's what it is. You have to speak life into yourself. You have to speak these positive things that you want into your life over and over again until you start believing it. Don't care about if anybody else believes it because most of the time we're talking to get everybody else's attention, but let's start paying attention to ourselves, listening to ourselves and saying these things over and over until we actually hear the things that are coming out of our mouth. And then we start listening because hearing and listening are two different skills as well. Absolutely. So that's where you start. That's where you start your system. You start speaking life. You start saying the things that you want to see into your life. I a lot of the things that have come about in my life and over this journey is because I spoke it into existence. I prayed it into existence. I asked God for these things. And so that's the first part. And then you have to actually take steps. Now, if you have no idea what you're doing, you cannot self-help yourself. If you were in the middle of the ocean, you cannot throw yourself a life vest and be like, all right, I'm saved. So if this has been a struggle for you, if food or movement has been a struggle, Get a professional. Come on, say it. Get a professional to help you. It's nothing wrong. There's meekness is not weakness, first of all. And submission is trust. Yes. Somebody and trust in them. You might be able to get the results that you've been seeking for years. I mean, I have been blessed to liberate women from things that they thought they would never overcome. Yeah. And they just needed that outside expertise to work with them, not for the rest of their life. I would never want to keep a client for the rest of my life because first of all, I'm not doing my job and they're not learning anything. They're dependent on me. Right. You want a trainer that's going to be able to teach you the skills that you need to live your life, not the life of a girl on Instagram who's 19, has a job and can meal prep and exercise twice a day and do all the things because she's 19. Okay. (laughs) That's not your life. That's the Instagram girl's life. Right. You need somebody who's going to cater towards your life and find alignment, not balance. I'm not a big fan of balance, even on your plate. Okay. Because balance to me for a type A person means everything has to be just right. 
Right. And that's not how life is. But in alignment, everything needs to fit together to work. And sometimes you have to realign things depending on what season you're in. That's like right. My girls are 17, 13, and seven. I don't have to worry about packing diapers and, and, and you know, bottles and all those things. <laughs> I do have Tylenol in my car though, just in case they got a headache. So, you know, there's just different yeah. things. There's just different ways. And I have to realign my life and I've had to do it so many times as an adult, all of us have had to. Right. So if you stop seeking to balance everything out and make everything perfect in its each box and align it to how it fits in our life, that makes so much less pressure. Because if you're trying to put things on so that it equals versus you're trying to fit things where they fit, it's just right. no, I, I love what you said. Um, and, and again, ladies, we've talked about this. Investing in ourselves. You know, you said to, to think about ourselves and listen to, you know, what's going on inside of us and think about, just think about us. We don't even think about ourselves like that on a regular basis. Um, and so to think, oh man, if I invest in a trainer, that money could be going towards something else. No, you have to rework your mindset because like I said in the very beginning, if you are not well, none of those other areas of your life are well. You're just existing. You're just getting it done, but you're not thriving. You're not living a fulfilled life. And so I appreciate you saying that. Look, your wellness is worth investing your wealth <laughs> because why people say that health is wealth, like you literally cannot enjoy life when you're unhealthy. Um, and so I want you to consider that. Consider working with a professional because we like to think we have all the answers too. Mm -hmm. You know, even I, I will raise my own hand like, oh, well, I've been an athlete most of my life. So I know what to do. I know what exercises to do. I know what to do on leg day and arm day and all the days. I know I could, I can intellectually look up how to meal prep and meal prep. But pretty much what they're saying is if you haven't done it by now, if you haven't figured it out by now, if you haven't gotten yourself right by now, it's because you can't do it by yourself. So why not hire someone to use them as a catalyst to jumpstart your change? Okay. Invest in yourself. Okay. <laughs> so I want to appreciate, I, I want to thank you for saying that uh, because I need the mamas to hear that they're worth it. Totally. And I can say when I first started with my first trainer, my family had literally just came from being homeless, like without a home. Wow. We had just gotten to our home um, and we were just starting to really get back on our feet from being homeless for over a year. It was that important that we made that sacrifice. And I did not get a personal trainer. I had like an online trainer that was like a group, but it was affordable for me. And then once I continued on my journey, I finally was able to afford a, a personal trainer. And also the food, food is expensive. Healthy food is expensive. And like I said, we were just getting back on our feet. And so that was something that took me a long time to adopt too, because I'm like, okay, ramen noodles. I can get like 12 packs of ramen noodles for $2. And I can't even get a, enough meat to feed the family for $2 or enough produce. So it was those things. So I was going to Produce Junction, which is in local here in New Jersey, is a discounted produce place. I was going to farm stands and getting their imperfect vegetables. Um, and we were, we were not buying sugary cereals and things. And we were buying less food and getting better quality food. And we were just having to change. And my kids were not happy about it at first. They, they are now, they don't know. I don't know 
because they were so young. I don't know if it's just something they adopted, but it was a fight. And I actually, I'm glad that I blogged about my experience because I can go back and remember these things. Like I can, cause now we are here. We are working out together. We are eating our fruits and vegetables. We are doing all those things, but it took us six years to get here. We did not wake up and mom was like, she's going on a diet. And everybody's like, me too. You know, like that's not how it went down. But I just, children do, they mimic what they see. They don't do what they, what you tell them to. Let's be real. Wow. You, you know that. Like we wow. all know. You've told your kid to do this, do that. No, but you watch them playing and they're like on their phone, talking on the cell phone like you do Ooh. in their head, like you do mimicking all the things yes. that you do. And so I just had to lead by example, even with my husband, he was, he loves, he's always been in fitness. When I met him, he was a personal trainer. I've never enjoyed fitness. I always hated it. I used what? to meet him after the gym. I meet him <laughs> after he got his workout in and we would hang out when we were dating, but I was, you could not catch me in that. That's gym. hilarious. Yes. <laughs> so we've changed so much. So he was always down about the exercise, but my husband loves him some, some convenient food as well. So that was, a, it was, a, it was hard. And so I just had to keep leading by example, keep introducing new foods to them, continue on this path because I really felt it was really the conviction to take care of our bodies. It honestly stopped being, I wanted to lose weight. And it just became the, that I really want to take care of the one body that I got. And I need to teach my children how to take care of the one body that they have. And right. that's what led me to my lifestyle change. Can I ask you, this is, this question is for the married mamas out there. Um, what has I wanted to use the word enforcing. That's not the word I want to use. What has implementing Mm -hmm. <laughs> this healthy lifestyle and these healthy habits. What has that done for your marriage? Mm, that's really good. So I know I can speak from my half. I can't speak sure, yeah. my husband, <laughs> what's he experiencing. And I can say now he looks back at photos and he will tell me, I want to put this out there first before I start talking. He'll tell me, I never remembered you when you were that big. And your children are never going to remember you whatever size if you're over the weight that you feel like you should be, because that's not what people, your family, the people who love you, that's not what they care about. They care about your character. They could care less what size you're in. They just care that mom's there loving them, doing all the things for me. So let's put that out there right there. So it wasn't that my husband wanted me skinny or anything like that because he loved me then like he loves me now. That wasn't the case. He doesn't even remember me that size. He just so remembers good. me. Yeah. So with that in mind, I wasn't doing it to look better for my husband. Again, I was doing it to take care of my body. And for my marriage, it has really brought us close because he's been my accountability buddy from the beginning. He knew this was one of my desires. So, I mean, we've had some conversations, some hard ones and some good ones. Like, mm, maybe you shouldn't, even though he's not the best eater, he knew that I wanted, wanted to do better. So he's like, huh, should you be eating that? oh, do you want to go to the gym with me? Like I said, he's a gym rat. So he was inviting me to the gym. I didn't want to go to the gym at first. I only worked out at home because I was embarrassed to be in the gym. And I know about that gym intimidation is completely real. And so him holding me accountable, um, making sure I showed up, being there for me has been huge because he, he cares about what I care about. You know, and that's something that as a wife, sometimes we, we know he's, he's hearing us, but is he really listening to us? Does right. he really care about right. my girlfriend, Sue and Jill and how they got in that fight? No, but he's just sitting there smiling. But when they came to this, 
I knew that he was listening to me. I knew that he was caring and that's strength in our bond. Yeah. Um, we've been married for 18 years. So it's, it's Ooh, been a long God. time. <laughs> it's been yeah. a long time. Um, and now it's ways for us to have fun together because we don't have many commonalities, just our personality, but working out is something that we do. And we, we don't always work out together in the gym. We're just in the gym at the same time. Sometimes he likes yeah. to be cardio. I can tell you, I'm not going to run. So he likes to be <laughs> running on that treadmill. Go for it. Babe. I call him my cardio queen. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. Go for it. And then I'm over in the weights. And then sometimes we do work out together. Like last weekend, we worked out together and we're actually doing a competition together in a few weeks. So it's given us things to do together. It's given us um, more vulnerability, transparency, more communication in our relationship. And we've had to work out some things like stop giving the kids crappy food. And that's something, you know, we fight over still um, just because we're just in two different mindsets when it comes to nourishing our body. But it's definitely opened up the walls of communication for my marriage. That's awesome. And that's exactly what I was going to say. It sounds like it definitely boosted your communication because it forced you to communicate. Mm -hmm. You had to communicate about these things. And um, it's funny because even when you said, when you guys would say, oh, should you be eating that? Or, you know, is that, is that something you should be doing? Like I cringed because that can be a trigger Mm -hmm. in a a marriage. That can be a a big argument in a marriage. Like, what do you, don't tell me what to do. Ah! And it'll, it can unleash a bunch of stuff. So that's definitely, um, it, it forced you to confront some of those things. Right. And so, um, I'm telling you ladies, this putting in a system of wellness, you think you are, like she said, in it to lose weight, but it becomes so much more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes a, a mental cleanse. It becomes a, you know, getting your relationships around you, right? It, it becomes about setting healthy boundaries. It becomes, um, like she talked about taking care of your temple. It, it's, there's a spiritual component to it as well. Um, and so I want you to hear one, like she said, you got to start somewhere. Okay. And it's funny that the analogy is eating the elephant one spoonful at a time, right? Cause we're talking about eating and, and all that, but you have to start somewhere, you know, and understand that your spouse may not be gung ho. Like, oh yeah, let's, let's work out. Yeah. Let's, let's eat kale and salmon, (laughs) right? Like you you may not, you may not have that same level of, um, sign on support. Um, but you have to start. Yeah. You have to start because the woman is the heart of the home, Mm -hmm. you know? And I, I love that you said that children don't do what what you tell them, but they do what they see. Mm -hmm. And even for me, that was kind of like a, because literally these days it feels like I tell my daughter to do something and she does the opposite just because I told her to do, to tie the shoes. And so she takes them off instead. (laughs) And I have a question for you too. If you have a food, a plate of food, no matter what's on it, she wants it. Right. 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 But it's your plate of food. She wants it. Well, my, 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 my daughter's special (laughs) because she'll pretend to want it until I put it up to her or give her some. And she's like, um, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like she'll, she'll fake it, but that's still that mimic. She still yes. wants to do what you're doing. She yes. still wants the thing uh, on your plate. I, I, so, I hear what you're saying, Dee. I yeah. hear what you're saying. So uh-huh. she sees those things. She sees moms are eating those things. Eventually yes. when you it offer it to her, she's going to be like, 
Oh, try. Try. Yeah. yeah. That's how Mila was about salmon and shrimp. She was like, oh, that smells. She's big on smells. And she was like, okay. mm, I don't know about that smell. And now that girl's always, she clears her plate when I make salmon or shrimp. So it's like, oh, but it took time. It wasn't, yeah. was, she was like, mm, no. And then, you know, I kept eating it. We kept eating it. And then eventually she's like, okay, they're doing it. It might not be as bad as I think. Now right. there are some challenging picky eaters. I know some, so I get that mamas. I know that might be a struggle praying for you because it's, <laughs> it's really frustrating <laughs> trying to nourish your child. And they're like, mm, not going in these lips, not happening. Yes. I get it. So yes. grace over guilt always. I preach that and teach that in everything I do because grace and guilt cannot occupy the same space it's just impossible. Darkness and lightness cannot occupy the same space. So if you're living in a, a space of guilt, you're going to make bad decisions. You're going to feel bad. It's just a, a horrible experience. But if you live living in a grace, of, a space of grace, <laughs> you're living in a space of grace. Say that a couple of times. Right. Um, just that, like I said, speaking life, um, changing your habits, and then creating things that align in your life. That's the systems that you need to take in wellness. And we didn't even talk about like what you actually need to eat and how you actually need to move because that really honestly depends on you, where you're at right now, where you want to be, what your goals are. There's so many ways, but let me say that our bodies were meant to move. We were born with legs. We were born with arms. We were born with two types of muscle groups, one for running, one for strength training. It's amazing that God made us like that. He must want us to do those things. <laughs> So if you think about it like that, we were made to move. Now, whether okay. your movement is roller skating, because that's what you love to do as a kid, lace up them skates. Yes. You already know how to do it. You don't even need a trainer. You yes. can do that. Or if you did do track, and I know it's been a long time, start yeah. walking that track. <laughs> Get that feeling. You loved it at one point in time. You used to do soccer. You don't have to go five miles, just a little bit in your backyard, you know, putting the ball around, yeah. just getting your body moving 20 to 30 minutes a day. And if you do it with your kids, first of all, they think you're a rock star. They think you're a superhero, which makes you feel awesome. And you're older than them. So you're a little bit faster and stronger. So you are a rock star. You know? <laughs> and you guys are moving together as a family. And that's how our family came to this place where we moved together twice a week. Um, honestly, it was lack of childcare. <laughs> so it was like, all right, girls, we go into the park. And we're going to go work out at the park because I can't leave you home by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and again, that was one of those mimicking things. At first they played at the park. Then they wanted to join me in the workouts. Then they started feeling more confident and strong because I have teenage girls now. Yes. And they like the way they feel strong. And my girls will never tell you they want to be skinny, but they will tell you they want to be strong all the time. I love it. They go to the gym to get strong. They don't go to the gym to get skinny. Um, cause strong, honestly, strong over skinny any day for me. I think it looks so much better, but I feel like that's a t-shirt. <laughs> I think it probably is, <laughs> but, um, my girls, they go to the gym, they do it on their own. They, so my middle doesn't really like to strength train, but she's really, really strong, but she loves riding her bike and she goes for her bike rides. My oldest one likes to run. She's a runner. She runs and she skates all the time, but we do strength training because as their parents, we know of the value of strength training from the ages of eight and up. Right. It's great for their coordination. It's great for their balance. It's great for their core stability, which most children, and I'm not talking about their abs. I'm talking about their core. I'm talking about their lower backs. Their yeah. from your neck to your glutes is what I'm talking about. And a lot of kids, because they sit all day, don't yeah. have core stability. You yeah. can literally 
touch them and they will fall over <laughs> because they just don't have the balance. Right. And so these are things, and our girls want to compete as athletes. And so strength training is necessary. And that's what we do as a family. That's what's led and directed by me. I am a mo- the personal trainer mom. So yes, I am able to do that. And, and we also don't do it with, um, dumbbells we do it with resistance bands because resistance bands if you drop them you might pop yourself in the eye you only do it once (laughs) a dumbbell can really hurt a kid if they drop it on their toe or they dropped it or something like that so we do resistance bands for the little ones when they started now they're a little bit more they're doing weights and stuff like that but we definitely make sure they get their strength training in just because we know that helps them age well and as parents that's what we're trying to do we're trying to get them out of the house to be the best and also establishing these habits habits Now, habits, by the way, are synaptic pathways that are ingrained in your brain. Yes, they never go away. So that smoker, you met Aunt Sue, she used to smoke when you were a kid, she stopped smoking, and then she picked up one cigarette 30 years later and started all over again. That synaptic pathway in her brain became reignited. And it came, that habit just came back as if it never left, because it never did. So that's why when I keep saying you have to change your habits for one you like more because it's ingrained in your brain. And so my family likes the habit of moving their bodies together more than we like of not being together. We like how we feel in these bodies. We like how we feel better when we nourish our bodies. Even my girls, it's funny because this is, we call it August birthday month. My husband, my sister, and my birthday are all in the same week. And um, we got some donuts and my girls were like, mom, these have too much sugar in them. These are too sweet. They had like a quarter of the donut. I was like, what kid throws away a donut? Like, what is going on here? But they don't like the way they feel when they have too much sugar. So they rather not have too much sugar. This is the choices that they've made on their own just from being able to explore these things. So when you say systems, I want just to, again, to reiterate, start with positive mindset. Think of the habits that you need to change and how you're gonna change them from ones that you want better. And then if you need expertise, bring them in to collaborate with you not bark at you, not yell at you, not force you or shame you into anything because you have a good body where it is right now. I want also to say that where your body is absolutely right now is absolutely good. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you're not taking care of your temple, if you are not um, doing the things that keep it being a good body until the end of your body, then that's when you need to start making changes. And even during that change, your body's still good. God, anything God has made is good. So let's put that there. And then adopting, and then you have to take it step by step. You can't eat the elephant all at once. Take one step. Whatever I say is the hardest thing, tackle that first, because everything else after that is going to be simple. Like you, Brittany, if you love exercising, then getting a new workout routine is not going to be what you really need to do right now. Right now, we need to figure out ways to make mama able to nourish her family in a healthy way, doesn't stress out mom, but she feels more prepared and she's making changes in her household. That's big. That's huge. (laughs) Right? Yes. So let's take that. Let's break that down, figure that out, then work on the next thing. So here I am six years later, not 30 days later, not 90 days later. And I've done a lot of hard work. I've done inside work and it's reflected outside. And that's how I've gotten here today. And so that would definitely be what I would, if I was your, well, and I'm a certified wellness advisor, by the way, I don't think I went through all my credentials because I think it's kind of weird to do that, but (laughs) I am a certified wellness advisor. And that's what I do. I create 
wellness programs for my my clients that it's, it's environmental, it's social, it's nutritional, it's physical, it's all encompassing, all the wheels, rest, all those things, Ooh. create plans for them. And then once we got that huge eight wheel plan, right, we're like, which wheel we're going to take first? Because I'm never going to ask a busy person with responsibilities and roles in life to eat an elephant all in one sitting. I'm not. That's not as a trainer. That's not what I'm going to do. And that's not what I would encourage anybody else to do either. Listen, you guys, she just, she just, she just emptied the tank on us. <laughs> um, and so I want you ladies, um, I hope you were writing things down. If you weren't, I want you to rewind the last two to three minutes and kind of right now, cause she pretty much kind of gave us a checklist, kind of like a one, two, three, you know, get your mind around these things, identify the areas that are the biggest to tackle, start there. Don't, don't take the easy way out. Like I would, I'm going to, I'm going to get me a new exercise plan, just exercise. And when really, you know, my diet is like, help me, <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, so it, and really what she's telling us ladies is that when there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. And there's always a will because we belong to God and there's his will. Amen. So that means there's always a way. Amen. If you really want out, there is a way out. <laughs> you will provide for, for, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So D, um, first and foremost, I want to thank you again for um, coming and just talking to us and letting us know that wellness is possible, even as a busy person. Um, wellness is possible even for an entire family. Um, and wellness is possible even when you're starting with what feels like in the middle of life. You know, it's, there's never going to feel like the right time to start getting well, the right time to go back to school, the right time to start your business, the right time. There's never going to feel like a right time. The right time is now. And you start small on the hard thing and, and give yourself grace and space to get it right and to work it out. Um, so D, how can um, someone who's listening right now, and ladies, I need you to know, like we're in New Jersey, but um, now that we are in a virtual digital world, um, you can work with D wherever you are, no matter where you are. So D, tell us um, one if there's like a certain product or service that you have that would would be good for us who are starting to try to get well. Um, tell us about that, and then also how to contact you and and work with you. For sure. So um, there's. Right now, there's two ways to work with me. I would love to take on more clients, but being a mom, setting my boundaries, I only have so much space. But um, the, a great program, and I actually is near and dear to my heart, is what I call Bibles and Bootcamp. It's a seven-week transformation program, and it's basic training to help you honor your temple. It literally walks you through the skills, how to nourish your body, how to move your body, not only your body, like how I want you to move it, how to move Brittany's body or whoever's listening, because I break it down into your individual somatypes, AKA body types, so that you're actually moving that works for you. And we also are, you're guided by the word, description, devotion, and meditation every single day through the seven week journey. And that I really like to put people in because like I said, it's basic training. It gives you all the foundations from Uh, how to plate your food to how to curl a weight. Like it gives you all that you need. 
And then once people graduate from Bibles and Bootcamp, the seven week program, it is an intensive program because let's think about basic training guys. They're not like coddling them through the training. I'm giving a lot of information, but I'm also coaching you and praying for you and guiding you through. And then I have the Faith Field Life app, which is how people can work with me every single day. It's an app that you just like you download it on your phone. You get your daily workouts, you get your daily devotions. You have access to me if you have any questions. There's educational videos for you to access. And then they also have access to my on-demand classes. So um, if you're a person who likes to take group classes, then you literally just put on the app, cast it to your smart TV, and here we go. You're working out with me. We're having a good old time. Um, and like I said, you have access to me. You can direct message me on my app. That's pretty much the ways that you can work with me now. I do have a wait list um, for virtual training and in-person training, and you can definitely contact me at faithfuelife.com is my website. I am faithfueledmom all over social media. Um, I don't think there's any, I think there's a faith-filled mom, but I'm fuel, like gas fuel. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on my blog, faithfueledlife.com again. And yeah, that's pretty much the best ways to connect with me. If not, go ahead and ask Brittany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, listen, praise God for a wait list. Yes. Listen, ladies, and that's that's proof and, and a testament to the fact that she's good at what she does. D is in demand. <laughs> so I definitely want you guys to take advantage of um, the, the Bibles and boot camp. Um, it, it resonates with me because I'm an overachiever. And it's like, okay, well, let's just tap all the areas at one time. You know, <laughs> so um, if that is you and you feel like you need a jump start to your healthy lifestyle, um, you know, she's the one to walk you through what that looks like in all the areas. And like I said, she's speaking from experience and what she is teaching us is tried and true because she's lived it. Mm -hmm. And if you, and, and, you know, everyone's journey is differently, but I'm going to listen to someone who lost hundred pounds. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I, like I can't even wrap my head around that. Like you, you did what? Like, yeah. She, she's the real deal. So Dee, thank you again for chatting with us. I'm really excited that, that the ladies are going to begin to get their wellness lives together, um, but in a way that's going to be sustainable, in a way that's going to last, in a way that's going to take care of their body, like you said, to the end of their body. <laughs> I love that. Um, so ladies, listen, I want you to um, comment if you're listening on any of the platforms, the, the podcast platforms, where you can actually comment. I want you to comment and let me know where you're going to start. What does starting look like? If you are on Facebook with us in the Monetized Mamapreneur Society, I want you to just post in the group and let me know where you're starting. Um, I am going to start with looking at this, this meal prep plan thing. Um, I'm going to try <laughs> to do that. Um, and also in being just being consistent creating a, a routine for myself, a routine that is doable, but also going to be effective through consistency. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to eat better and look at my routine um, and, and get my own life together. So I can come back a couple months from now, like, look, guys, I'm snatched. <laughs> I'm fixed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so listen, ladies, I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Tuesday with another fun, Filled, make you do some work episode of the Britney Smith podcast. Bye.
Wow, I know I just got a whole lot out of that conversation. I hope you are taking notes and I hope you are going to walk away and do something about your wellness. Listen, I want you to keep in touch with me. I want you to join me on Facebook. If you are a coach, an influencer, a content creator, I want you to join me in my Facebook group, Branding and Networking for Female Influencers, Coaches, and Content Creators. You do not want to miss the community that's happening in there. There are trainings happening in there. Lots and lots of things to help you do your thing as an influencer, coach, or content creator. So I want you to meet me there on Facebook. You can follow me on all platforms at Brittany N. Smith. Thanks for listening.